everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is March the 23rd, 2021. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Have a backbone. Be a unique beast. Fitting in is overrated. One day closer to all-time high. Buying over crying, dudes. Personal responsibility is the new counterculture. I am offended by selling. Golden age. This game is not rigged. Hello, my elite friends. If you have questions, I have answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat. And I will. I love answering questions. I've been on a lot of people's show, other people's shows lately. You'll be getting them in podcast form, video form. Check out all the links below, disruptmeister.com. You're getting all sorts of shows here, all sorts of time, all the time. It's linked to, but everything is linked to below. Well, everything will be linked to below that I talk about in terms of topics, but all my old shows are linked to below. Okay. So, and watch this week in Bitcoin. We had Brian Jacotua was on. Uh, Jonathan Hamill was on. Juan Galt was on for one second. Uh, it's it's linked to below. This Friday, I'm going to be back in Baltimore. I'm landing in Baltimore literally in uh, 24 hours. Um, this Friday noon, this week in Bitcoin from Baltimore, live from Baltimore. I'll, I'll be back uh, with the family. All right. So here's a headline. <laughs> to, that shows you that I, that NFTs are getting in the frothy uh, ICO territory. Now, we're going to talk about some of the legitimate aspects of NFTs in a second. But I just want to read this off to you. How to make your own NFT and get crazy rich. Yes, that is the name of a story at Decrypt.co. Uh, yeah. De flavor of the month. Beware of altcoin flavors of the month. That's a... a a trending uh, flavor of the month right there. You know what's up? Uh, if you guys need your hands strengthened at all, I know some people have weak hands. Oh, it's under $55,000. I mean, gain some perspective, people, for God's sakes. Be the having, it's you you say it's every four years? Well, it's it's basically it, it's basically every 46 months. Thus, we are, I think. Once everything's said and done, 2024 having is going to be in March of 2024. Do you know what that means? Do you know what that means? It means the 2024 having is only three years away. We're already that. <laughs> we were just talking about the other having. Time really flies here, people. So, uh, yeah, you, you you best be in before the 2024 having than after the 2024 having. But we're only three years away now. Uh, so celebrate, celebrate. I think the clock's probably predicted to happen in May or April. It'll, it'll end up in March, probably. It'll probably end up in March. Uh, we just, the, the last having was in May. Uh, and so it's, it usually drops back like two months. So this, I mean, this might be the day. Uh, I, I, I think it'll be around Passover of, uh, that, that year. If Passover's in March, anyway, pound that like button. Get excited. <laughs> you should already be excited. Here's someone who's not excited. Twitter, you know, the worst nonsense trends on Twitter. And part of it, it it's clearly uh, there's someone over there that picks. It, it's not the algorithm that shows that decides what's prominently shown over there. OK, and here's something that they forced in our faces. And, and this just shows you 80 percent or land uh, type of thinking. Is Bitcoin a scam? 
here's what the skeptics say. My Lord. So yeah, it's clickbait. It's it's clearly clickbait for the for the Twitterati there. <laughs> People, uh, there, there's still guys out there that want to make their names by saying Bitcoin's a scam. Uh, hey, this is where the big boys play. Go go ahead and, and get get your clickbait on. Now, the big news. And some people aren't making a big news out, deal out of this. Is that it, it's Coinbase to go public next month? Said reports. Okay, so that's April. April Coinbase is going to get public. It's going to go public. We have our month, dudes. Now, when this happens, when when Coinbase actually goes public, you are going to forget about days like yesterday when it dropped the fifty three thousand dollar. <laughs> I mean that. An event you're going to remember in the future is the day that Coinbase went public. You're not going to remember some random day when Bitcoin dropped $3,000, $2,000, whatever, that everyone just makes such a big deal out of when it happens. You, I would have called some of you guys spoiled brats. It's in the 50000 realm, and you're worried about it being – and by the way, it bounced off. Basically, it looks like when we had that drop, it bounced off of like – it wouldn't – it maybe went below it for a second, but the, the Bitcoin trillion dollar market cap, uh, whatever the price Bitcoin needs to be for that, it basically bounced off of that. I, I know all you TA guys, you can uh, get some glory off of that, but uh, there's something to it. You know, we talked about the Hoffman line back in the day uh, when the, for so long, Bitcoin would not go uh, below a uh, $100 million market cap. Well, now we're, we're, we're 10x back then, okay? We're 10, isn't it, it's beautiful to be alive now. So maybe it won't go below the trillion-dollar market cap. Some people call that the new Hoffman line, the Tapiero line. You can call it whatever you want to call it, okay? But uh, we're in a trillion. And the other day, I think the entire cryptocurrency market cap was $2 trillion. It's below that now. But we are just – it's the exponential mindset. If you would have had the exponential mindset back in back in uh, 2018, you would realize you know, Bitcoin would at 10x from then. You would know it was inevitable that Bitcoin would 10x. That's an exponential mindset right there. All right, you would have like me. You would have had full confidence in Bitcoin. Now we have uh, okay. We, we talked about Coinbase going public. By the way, Robert, who was on my show running for office in the Netherlands, it's linked to below. His party lost. Um, they did better than last time, though. So I linked to it below. That's already linked to below. It's in Dutch, but I think you can – I figured out what it says. I don't know Dutch, but I could figure out uh, everything. It's the Libertarian Party. By the way, Bitcoin is living gold's dream. <laughs> Just I hadn't said that for a while. And we're going to talk about gold's nightmare happening here in a second. Uh, we're going to, I'm going to thread in NFTs into the gold story in one second. And uh, Meister and his great hair says video thing lit. Well, I got to say my hair does look great today. I uh, washed it last night and, uh, and, and, you know, I want to, you know, when my mom sees me tomorrow, I want it to look okay, but I couldn't do it. I'm going to run out of time tonight. I got to clean. I got to go running in a second. Um, but my hair does – it feels real nice and it, it does look nice. Uh, and and it's because of my mom. My mom has very thick hair, dark hair like this. My father's hair was not – was this around this color, but um, his – he had thin, thinner thinner hair. But it, he, he'd be happy that I, I had his beautiful wife's hair. Uh, he knows that. Or Yes. <laughs> and, and, anyway, uh, a blessed memory. 
Uh, Bitcoin Meister, it's crazy to think that the first trillion is going to be the hardest. Oh, no, no. The next 20 trillion will flow into Bitcoin over the next four years. 2025 is going to be insane. Well, in life, you, you, you say the first trillion is the hardest. There's an old saying, the first million is the hardest. And it's true. Now, pound that like button. Now, <laughs> so why not have the first trillion be the hardest? Once we get the first trillionaire, there'll be a lot of other trillion, uh, trillionaires out there too. Uh, uh, all right, all right. Enough, enough about my, uh, enough, enough about my hair. By the way, I haven't used shampoo since what 2013, I think. It's it's all, uh, and it stands up too. It's all baking soda. I, I, it's it stands up naturally now, and it depends on the, uh, you know, where some some water is. I, is harder than other water, depending on what city you are in. So last night I got out of the shower, I spike it up. It wouldn't fall down just naturally. And it is high now. I'm getting my hair cut on Thursday and Friday, or Friday, by the way, at my place. I've been getting it cut at since I was a kid. So uh, now uh, I'm loyal to my guy out there. His business has been hurt by these uh, these shutdowns. And he, he does a great job cutting my hair for all these years since I was a little boy. Now, uh, we, we really got to get on. Hey, you got some Beyond Bitcoin stuff here. So I know a lot of people like that. Uh, and we talked about, okay, Bitcoin. All right. So there's there's a story. We'll get to the Coinbase irregularities into in a second, okay? All right. Let's talk about NFTs show that the future is trending digital, okay? And that's a bad sign for gold. I, I think it's ridiculous. All these people that are buying NFTs, paying the prices they're paying for it. But you see the mindset of the young people. Digital is real to them. It is real. There are a lot of people that like to rip on Bitcoin and say it's in the ether. It's fake. It doesn't exist. We're in a, These NFTs are, at the very least, they are showing that digital is real. People find value in digital, in stuff that you, you, know, you can't touch. So... Gold, one of gold selling points is, you know, you could touch it. You can grab it. It doesn't matter anymore to these young people. To the older people, it probably does. But this NFT stuff is really uh, not a good trend for gold. Not not at all, if you look at the bigger picture. And I'm not saying, I mean, we, it's ICO-like right now. It really is ICO-like. I, mean, I just told you about that article, uh, you know, with that ridiculous title. But also, uh, if you look at Google Trends, the search for NFTs, it, it's similar to when the search for ICOs was at its height. I think the NFTs are going to get crazier. I think it's going to get crazier than uh, than ICOs. But I, I think it's going to leave something valuable behind. It will. And it might revolutionize what we consider modern art. And it might revolutionize trading cards. But it's at least a peak into the mentality of these of young people and of what people value. And so this gold, uh, I wouldn't want to be on the gold side of this thing. I know the NFT stuff sounds ridiculous. And I am on the NFT. I am on the digital side of life. For me, Bitcoin, I don't care that you can't grasp it. A lot of people, again, I've said it before, they, they love to say, that's one of their, it's in the ether, it doesn't really exist. Uh, look how much these NFTs are selling for. Okay, the world the world is get is digital. That's a a, a, a very calm and rational conclusion you can get out of the uh, the NFT madness. And by link, my TikTok is linked to below. I've I, I've been having fun doing the TikToks for Coinbeast. 
and uh, Coinbase, you can you can set up an, uh, 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 through Coinbase Connect. You can uh, talk to guys like me over there. Uh, you can set up an appointment with me over there. They're they're they they're they're doing that for me now, which is awesome. Uh, all right, we talked about the trillion dollar. Uh, we talked about that. We talked about noon. All right, here you altcoiners. Udi has a very. This is just a quote from part of his tweet here. Okay, it's not the full tweet, but I thought this was great. We know Bitcoin stands to gain 10x in value or more and aren't willing to risk everything for a game of musical chairs. So what's he talking about there? He's talking about altcoin flavors of the month. Or There are all these guys that are like, oh, look, this altcoin went up by so much. You feel silly that you didn't get into this altcoin. No, I don't because it's a game of musical chairs. You don't know how long it's going to stay up. How long it's going to be? It's not going to beat Bitcoin in the long run. For for a time, sure, a bunches of them have went up faster than Bitcoin, and then they completely disappear. It's a game of musical chair chairs. Why do you give up your precious Bitcoin, which stands to gain ten x in value? Now, I'm not saying it's going to be five hundred thousand dollars anytime soon, but Udi, who doesn't usually make price predictions or anything like that, he's saying, who in the right mind is going to give up something that might be worth half a million dollars one day? For, for a game of musical chairs, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. And it's a really good way of looking at it when someone throws it in your face. Well, why didn't you buy a, I don't even want it, Uniswap, this one, that one, whatever they are. Uh, and I'll link to that before. And uh, we've got questions here. Taval is back in the house. Glad to, glad to see my uh, one of my favorite Canadians in the house. Let's see what he has to say here. Uh, why do you think Anthony... Why do you think Anthony and Elon, Tesla, and SpaceX collectively own $5 billion worth of Bitcoin? I found it kind of weird for him to expose that information. Oh, why do you think Anthony said Elon, Tesla, and SpaceX collectively own? Who's Anthony? Which Anthony you're talking about? I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of it. But uh, there's not. Or do you find it weird that Elon is is admitting how much his companies and him own all together, or that someone knows that? I don't. Th- I don't find it. I don't think it's odd. I don't think it's odd. He's got personal protection. Nothing's going to happen to him. And a public company has to uh, list how much you know. They, they have to make that kind of thing public. So I don't find now. If if you think someone ratted someone out, that that, that this Anthony character wasn't supposed to say that if he gave out personal information of elon but i don't i don't see that i don't see that it's, it's not right to to give out personal information that isn't public uh D, dj griffith said bitcoin Mets, meister absolutely right all value is in the mind of the holder okay brian jackato is in the house again he was on again he was on this week at bitcoin he did a great job uh jack sold his first tweet via nft for 2.9 million dollars yeah i know i think he gave it to charity right but is it really the first tweet, i.e. the metadata from his uh, BlackBerry uh, or 2005 MacBook, or is he just organizing a copy of it? This is what it is. And the legitimacy behind it is that Jack is assigning, assigning a serial number to what he says is his first tweet. And if you buy that serial number, you'll be able to trade that serial number forever and ever. and you'll be able to know that Jack said that was his first tweet. And that has value to people. 
it, it does. It, you can see how that has value. Even though it is not really the physical tweet out there, it is the true representation of that tweet. He said it. He, he did it a certain way. And that's it. Now, I, I don't find that that doesn't interest me very much, but that does that does interest uh, certain people. So it, it can never change. So you're talking Anthony Scaramucci. You're talking about said that. Uh, 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 but not 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 with the, with, I go. I went back to Deval real fast right there. Anthony Scaramucci, uh, but he's not giving any uh, insider information there. He said it on Twitter, but Elon never made it public. The SpaceX or how much he owned. Okay, you've got a point there because SpaceX is not public and Elon isn't public. He, but maybe Anthony, Anthony Scaramucci is not the most trustworthy guy in the world. I, I know that um, a lot of people make a big deal that he's in the space. Um, so does it? I don't think he might not revealed anything. He, he he might not know. He might just be doing it for attention. Um, he, he knows how to get attention. I'll tell you that. And I do hope that Anthony Scaramucci and all the guys that are trying to have uh, Bitcoin ETFs, I hope they're all successful. I don't care that, uh, you know, I'm not the biggest Scaramucci fan in the world. It doesn't matter. That That's the beauty of Bitcoin. People that I'm not a fan of, I can't do anything to stop them from being here. So so good luck to him. Um, but I, I don't know if he has insider information on, on if he revealed anything there, if it's, if it's just a marketing thing. Uh and okay, Coinbase. Let's talk about the Coinbase. Uh, when Coinbase went public, or excuse me, in Coinbase's documents that are leading up to them going public, uh, they did reveal like three with it the Bcash insider information uh, trading controversy that they had. Well, there's another one that they just settled, <coughs> bribed uh, <laughs> the the SAC six point five million dollars. Over trading irregularities, they they settled with uh, who they settled with the SEC. I don't even know what I I I, dis, I have so little respect for these government agencies. I get them all confused. Okay, one of the regulatory agencies that try to protect us, protect us. One of them uh, reached a deal with Coinbase because there was uh, something to do with Litecoin and an employee. All right, so a bunch of people jumped to conclusions and say, "Oh, was it Charlie Lee?" Was it Charlie Lee? Dude, why, why do you care? First of all, you should you should know that when a company is going public, they got to get the and the, the the government has something they're holding over them. They have to bribe the government to just get all. Okay, here's your money. Leave us alone. Let us go public so it can be totally clean and get rid of that worry. But going back to Charlie Lee, um, you know, who cares if it was him? I, I, I'm not. I, everybody jumps to that conclusion. Where's the proof? Okay. And I want to say one thing: when when Bitcoin goes when when uh, Coinbase goes public, for all you Charlie Lee haters, because I'm not a Charlie Lee hater. I am a big. I'm a big fan. Down that like them. I'm a big fan of Charlie Lee. Okay. And when they go, does he still have a, a Coinbase stock options? He probably does. He probably's got a ton of Coinbase stock options. He's about to get a lot richer. Good for him. And the envy that's going to flow his way if it ever comes out, how many stock options he has for Coinbase, oh, man, you will be able to taste that freaking salty envy. And I don't even like the term salty. All these Europeans use it. I can't believe I just used it. It's just not American at all to use salty. Oh, my, my mouth feels salty by using the word salty that all these Europeans are always using. The, the, the reason I don't like it is because the, the Europeans who use it 
are always they, they start something with people on Twitter and then they're like, oh, you're salty. You, you, you Bitcoin maximalist, you're so salty. All right. You're so salty. <laughs> now, but going back to Charlie Lee, good luck to him. I hope uh, he has many, uh, many Coinbase stock options and he dumps it on all these people that think it's it's good to buy uh, Coinbase stock instead of like buying the real freaking thing. And that's exactly what Charlie Lee did. He had an altcoin and he got rid of it for the real, th the real freaking thing, Bitcoin. And when you buy an altcoin and there's a founder, you have to understand that they're probably a pretty smart guy and that at any moment, since it's centralized in that way, they can dump all of that altcoin for Bitcoin and you shouldn't be bitter about it. <laughs> you shouldn't be valuing your wealth in Litecoin or in any of them. Now, uh, I won't talk about that, Coinbase. West Virginia, wanted to throw this out there. Maybe I'll visit West Virginia this summer. West Virginia uh, tax cut. Uh, there's a proposed deal uh, to get West Virginia. I'll link to it. It's a Chicago Tribune article. You can just Google it. Uh, West Virginia might end up having a new state, uh, state income taxes. And already they've been pretty... They haven't had all these ridiculous uh, regulations. I was actually in a Walmart there when I drove, and I mentioned this uh, back in June when I drove to Asheville from Baltimore. I stopped in a Walmart there, and people weren't uh, wearing the you know what on their faces, the the diapers on their faces. And so, uh, yeah, I, I would love to see, you know, personally since I have a lot of interest in Maryland, that's where my family's from. If 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 West Virginia became more Florida like. I would consider uh, spending time there, maybe getting a, you know, a property there. Who knows? A small property, you know, becoming an official citizen of West Virginia. Just wanted to throw it out there. That's a beyond Bitcoin uh, moment there. But who knows? Maybe uh, if they become more like Florida, no state income tax, maybe they'll be Bitcoin-y over there too. All right. And it's a great place to be. It's a great location to become more like Florida. Okay. Because the states around it are not like Florida at all. Washington, D.C. is not a state yet. Hopefully, it'll never be a state. It doesn't deserve to be a state. It was founded as a federal city. We have federal and we have state level stuff, okay? If you signed up for Washington, D.C., you signed up to live in a federal city. Yes, it is not the same as living in a state. It was intended not to be a state. All right, I went on a rant. But in terms of freedom, we've looked Maryland, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, Ohio. Uh, everything around uh, pretty close to even New York's pretty close to uh, West Virginia is a disgrace. So if West Virginia could be more like Florida uh, in, in terms of financial freedom, in terms of uh, physical freedom, then great. All right. It'll, it'll get a lot of people from nearby to move in. I mean, already in Asheville, in Asheville, you have all these freaking New Yorkers moving there. No New Yorker wants to live in New York. That's worth a – none of them do. There's such – so many of them are such hypocrites and liars. They say how great it is, and they all buy second houses in, in, in Florida, of course, in Asheville, and all these places. So it will be even easier for them to buy in, in, in Vermont. They, they buy in West Virginia too if, if it gets uh, – if it changes. West Virginia is beautiful. Okay. But they do have state income tax now, which is unfortunate for them. Uh, it's a little, you, you, I like to give you, you know, what might happen in this golden age. West Virginia, which everyone rips on, you know, for being so bad. You know, they, they drink Mountain Dew or whatever people like all, all the stereotypes. Hey, man, they, they can if they're in motion, they, it could be great. So uh, maybe this summer I'll see Wyoming. Maybe I'll see West Virginia. Who knows? I, I, I'm clearly it, it doesn't look like I'm getting out of the country still. So there's all sorts of beautiful states 
to, to go to South Dakota, maybe. The governor of South Dakota, she just did something. She just totally went out on uh, something that de- deals with uh, mental illness. Uh, she, she doesn't really understand something's a mental il- illness. A- a- anyway, or maybe she does, but she wants to fit in. You can, you can Google that yourselves. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, but but another beyond Bitcoin moment out there. I'm running the other. I'm running. Was it two days ago? I forgot what day it was. Now I run almost every day. But this instance, this bus drives by. It's like a school bus. The the top is cut off. There's like a DJ in the back. It's open air. RumbaChiva.com. All these dudes are partying on the bus. Now I know you guys have seen all the pictures out of Miami Beach where people are going crazy. Um, all right. That's not Miami beach is separate from Miami, by the way. I haven't been to Miami beach. I've seen the water, but I haven't, I haven't been to Miami beach, but apparently some of the partiers got on their rumba bus and were, were riding around Miami. None of them were wearing masks. It was awesome. It was, I was just so, I was putting my hands in the air. I was dancing and stuff as they were running, as, as they were driving by on the bus. And I just wanted to give this company rumba Chiva, um, props, I think it's a great idea for a business. Uh, probably in most most of the states where you guys are, this is illegal now for, for various re- reasons, whether it be uh, stupid uh, restrictions that came before all this situation happened or just because you're not allowed to be near other people on a bus maybe. I don't know. Open air buses are dangerous. That, that's how it spreads. <laughs> you know, that's the latest thing that maybe Fauci all may, make up and pull out of his backside. Uh, it was really, it's really awesome. And I'm, I'm, I'm re- I know that some people have gotten carried away with their party in Miami, uh, Miami Beach, but I'm, I'm always so happy when I see that everything is open here. And it's unfortunate I'm leaving here again in 24 hours, but I will be back. Uh, I will be back on May the 11th, but I'm at, I'm going to be in Baltimore and I'll give you the report on how maybe depressing Baltimore is. I hope it's not. I mean, oh, oh, I, I hope, but it's not going to beat the vibe of freaking Miami. A plus here. It has been such a, such a fun time. And Ramba Chiva, I, I really, you get a good business and, Maybe when I go running after this, I'll see more people partying on buses with DJs in the back. It was, it was so cool. <laughs> and drinking and just having a fun time. Like young people should be. Like all people should be. Not just young people. Everyone should be having fun. No one should be scared of hanging out with their friends. Here is something from Fox uh, Business News. Bank branches to disappear in 2034. It's I'll link to it eventually. You can Google it now, but that just shows you more of the future that it's a digital world that banks even know. Why why spend this money off it now? Part of it, they're jumping on the trends that have come up because of the virus and everything. But they don't need you in a digital world. You don't really need a bank branches anymore, uh, as many at least. But they, they say 2034, they're all going to be gone. OK, we shall see. But it's just that digital trend for all you people that are still like physical gold, physical gold. I need my physical gold. Uh, and, and they're all, trust me, in terms of people hanging out, yeah, physical contact is great. There is a, there is a real physical world. It's not going away, people. But uh, the, the excuse of things being in the ether, that is really going away. I might have mentioned this before. The uh, European uh, Central, somebody in the Euro, over in Europe said Zuckerberg to become a central bank. They don't like that. They don't like DM. They have a problem with DM or Libra or whatever you call it becoming a central bank. I have no problem with a a, uh, a company becoming a, a private central bank. And I'm glad that some Europeans that 
worship their uh, central bank and want a monopoly on central banking are are, are unhappy with him. And that's a, a happy flation. That just you know, it, you can hate on Zuckerberg as much as you want, but if he pulls this off with Libra or DM or whatever you want to call it, it'll be great. It, it'll be great, and all the the government bureaucrats can be fixated on that and just forget about Bitcoin. But I have no problem with anyone starting their own uh, digital currency of of any sort because Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. I'm fully confident in it. Uh, what is this happy inflation thing here? Again, no, I'll talk about that another time. Uh, by the way, housing prices and lumber prices are spiking. You can't buy a piece of a house, all right? Because in order to beat inflation, owning an owning any real asset is going to help you, okay? You, you want the best asset out there. That's Bitcoin. So a lot of people default to housing and they start crying because they're like, oh, the prices are going up too fast. I can't own a house. And I can't even own a piece of a house. That's true. You can't own a piece of a house. Bitcoin, you can own a piece of a Bitcoin right there. You can get a real asset for $100 right now. You can get a real asset for $10, all right? It's just it's a fraction of a whole Bitcoin, but it's still a real asset. And a house is a real asset. It is a real, I'm not denying that, but you cannot get a fraction of it. So there is, it's another benefit of Bitcoin right there. Uh, I'll, I'll mention that another time. Oh yeah, Bitcoin 2021 announced its venue on June 4th and 5th here in Miami at the Mana Winwood Convention Center. Uh, go to, you can go to Bitcoin Magazine. I'll, I'll link to it below, but I'm looking forward to seeing so many people I've had on the show, so many people that are you know, sometimes in the chat at this event. Um, it's easy to get to from, well, for me, I'll take the uh, the train. It's not a light rail. It's actually a subway. It's a, it's a heavy rail up there, and then I'll walk 1.4 miles, but that's easy for me to do. Uh, so I, I will have no car here. People can give me rides. People have given me rides here and have been really nice about offering to give me rides too. But um, <laughs> I, I love to hang out with people when they give me rides and, and when they don't give me rides. But it, it is, it's convenient. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm glad uh, the, it's been announced. So guys, make your plans. I, my Airbnb has been set up for quite some time. Uh, so they're probably going fast. Uh, it's going to be an awesome event. June 4th and 5th in Miami. And what is this? Skybridge Capital, latest to file Bitcoin ETF application with the SEC. Is that Scaramucci? Right? Isn't that Scaramucci? So we're one day closer to an ETF, bottom line. Uh, here we go. The uh, Bitcoin is more a substitute for gold than the dollar, says Fed Chairman Powell. Hmm. Now, he doubles down on Bitcoin as a digital gold. We all know that the, the Fed dudes, what's their primary concern? It is the dollar. So they've never been fans of gold anyway. So it's a way of saying, hey, you know, Bitcoin is, it's, it's a way of them saying Bitcoin is okay in a way that they can say Bitcoin is okay. It's better than gold. Uh, I agree with him on that. He's not going to say it's better than the dollar though. Okay. That, that's the thing. He, he, but it is better than the dollar. He, it's not a substitute for the dollar. Well, all right. That's a way of saying it, dude. It is a substitute with gold for gold. We can agree on that. You can you can have your precious dollar, dude. You, we know who you work for. You are you're the chairman of the of the uh, of the Fed. All right. You you you. It's it's a private, semi-private, semi-public, whatever it is, organization. Um, 
you you work for the dollar. You got to be promoting the dollar. So you're not going to rip on. You'll rip on gold. You won't rip on the dollar. Fine. That's great. Uh, and the Fed, here's an article from Decrypt. Fed targeting July release for digital dollar research. Uh-oh. One day closer to the Fed coin. That's just the first step there, guys. We'll get to Fed coin. Other countries will get there before us. Canada probably. Um, but hey, July release for digital dollar re research. All right. All right. Dude, I don't give a darn. It, all the haters are going to say, oh, you see, when the United States comes up with a Fed coin, it'll kill Bitcoin. Dudes, how many times have we heard that? By the way, yesterday's show, which was um, I was on the Bitcoin magazine a happy hour. That was yesterday's show. CS2 sent $5. He said the banks need Bitcoin more than we need the banks. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. The banks do need Bitcoin more than we, we We don't need banks. We are our own banks thanks to Bitcoin. The banks, Bitcoin's going to make them a lot wealthier. Yeah, they're going to be able to expand their business. Uh, here, we have a note from our, our friend Simon in the Netherlands. You know, we talked about the Netherlands before. Um, and he says, Adam, next Tuesday, that's next week, is the court case, is the court case. See the thread to understand his background. Even the EBA is calling the Netherlands and Switzerland out as going too far. Okay, this is all, what he's, uh, what, what he's referring to is that they're, uh, they've got a court case to try to make uh, the Netherlands stop uh, requiring businesses to do all this insane KYC on uh, you know every every uh, transaction that involves crypto that they send out of their business. Okay, I'll link to that be below. I didn't link to it yet. Sorry about that. I'll just do that right afterwards. Also, link to below in a second. Paige Ehrlich. Thanks a lot, Paige. She made a remix of my rant during this week in Bitcoin, where somebody asked me about Trace Mayer. It's pretty funny. I, I'll link to it below once the show is done. I'm, I'm copying it. I'm copying both links right now. So that I should I should have done that before the show. All right. Uh, uh, all right. People are talking about the improving strength of the dollar. Oh my god! I haven't gotten to the, one of the main things of the show yet. <laughs> I got I got to jump here. We got to We. I, I'm sorry for uh, the. Uh, we, we, I, I didn't uh, didn't didn't mention uh, what what call it yet. Where where is it? I lost it. The the awesome article that came out. I don't know how about BlockFi. I by accidentally skipped this. All right, so we'll end with this. I probably skipped some other stuff too. Sorry, dudes. We got to end with this because I, I mentioned this in the title of the show, and we're thirty five minutes into the show. It was a very respectful article by the guys at Arca. All right. Now, Arca deals with altcoins. Okay. We've had David Nage on this show before, but this is really respectful toward BlockFi. Um, they, they basically conclude that uh, BlockFi is more like a hedge fund than you, know, you depositing your money at a bank and expecting to get interest. Okay. There's hedge fund type of risk, and people do not understand that, all right? And he says it in a respectful way. He says he likes BlockFi, okay? Or they, they say. I don't know who wrote the article over there. So I got a link to that below also. Sorry, that hasn't been linked to yet. 
or maybe I did link to it already, but you guys have to read it. It's the best article so far about block, BlockFi, uh, and it, it's balanced and excess it, it, in the news. It's, it's a newsletter, and it starts. You can scroll down. It says excessive risk taking, shadow banking in Bitcoin. Uh, and the dirty secret is that there really isn't that much demand to borrow Bitcoin. Plenty of customers want to earn a yield by lending their Bitcoin, but few need or want to pay money to borrow Bitcoin. Keep that in mind, people, for all those people that say they're able to lend out Bitcoin to all these people that want to borrow it. They're not all these people that want to borrow it. Uh, so some of these businesses are going to fall apart and they're not FDIC insured, thus getting toward hedge fund type of territory. CEO Zach Prince even said, I don't want to reveal all our risk management secrets because this is a competitive industry. He also said they don't put any of these risks on the website itself because no one wants to read that <laughs> and instead offer transparency through podcasts and other mediums. That would be the equivalent of a food company not putting FDA enforced sugar, fat, and sodium details on the actual package where people make buying decisions and instead talk about their ingredients three months later at a Tupperware party. Sounds a lot more like private hedge fund than a banking than a bank paying safe, stable interest to depositors. So yeah, they're not they they even admit they don't reveal everything and that you can find out everything if you listen to our the podcast that we're on. So dudes the bottom line is a lot of people are into are, in, are buying into something they think is more like a bank, and it's not. And if there was total transparency on their part, they would lay out their whole risk management uh, strategy on there. You know, they they let they would list the ingredients like the ingredients on cereal. You know the 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 poison you're buying with cereal because all the ingredients are there. With BlockFi, not all the ingredients are there. You think you're buying a bank when you're buying something that's more like a hedge fund so it's it's a good article and it, it, it's 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 very rational and it's no no one's saying it's going to fall apart they have huge investors but uh the, the, the some of the huge investors they also they sugarcoat that the uh the ingredients are not listed either they, they don't they have no problem with it either uh that all right and let's see that is it uh I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Subscribe to the channel. Pound that like button. Um, I was on a uh, – you, you'll get the uh, – a guy named Vivek had me on his podcast, and you'll you'll hear that really soon. I'll see you guys when I'm, I'm back in Baltimore, and this week at Bitcoin is noon on Friday. Bye, Miami. For now, I shall return. See you. Bye-bye. Thanks.